Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me again today. This is round two of Jonah. I've talked about Jonah and the big fish, Jonah and the well yesterday. And I used Jonah chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. And I talked about how Jonah had to cry out to God because this was an unprecedented situation. You never hear of this. You've never heard about it since. And like I said yesterday, many people think, oh, that's just a story. It's an illustration. But it's God's truth. See, God is the God of miracles. When are we going to understand that? When, when are we going to understand that God can do all things? Even Paul understood that in Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Not some things, not a few things, not random things. God can do all things. He's capable of doing things that we never even imagined. Well, Jonah finally went in and he, as he was swallowed by the well or by the big fish. And, of course, uh, that's when he cried out to God. Well, let's cry out to God right now. Our Heavenly Father, we cry out to you. We need you. Lord, we need you to draw near to us. We need your strength and power within us. We need to be moved by your Holy Spirit in such a powerful way that we will have the strength to be men and women of God and to make a difference in the lives of people. Oh, God, help us in our weaknesses. Help this nation. Help this world. God, bring peace. Lord, may your hand be seen powerfully and mightily. I pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Well, Jonah gets it right, folks. He finally gets it right. He calls upon Almighty God. We find this in Jonah chapter 3, verse 1 through 3. Then the word of the Lord came to Nineveh, excuse me, came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now, Nineveh was a very large city. It took three days to go through it. So Jonah had quite a feat in front of him, a very large city that took three days to go through it. Now, that sounds like a large city, like one of our large cities. It wouldn't be like Boise. Boise, you can go through in a, in a morning or an afternoon. But you're talking about a major, major city that was probably well spread out. But, he, but God wanted Jonah to go through and share the gospel. To share the gospel, what I mean by the gospel, I don't mean the New Testament wasn't here yet, but I mean the truth of God, God's truth to people. See, Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord. God gives us another chance, folks. I can tell you this, it feels wonderful to be obedient to God. And you know the question we have, we have to ask, are you being obedient to God? Are you listening to God? Are you being faithful to God? Oh, we have all sorts of excuses now, and now we have... We've had the uh, the pandemic, so very few people are going to church. And you know, and, and I certainly, I'm not going to uh, rank on people for not going to church because you have health issues. You know, you're probably doing what you need to do. But I'm hoping and praying that everybody returns to the house of God, that people will come together. You know, we're probably running, oh, this may be a little over a third in attendance at this very moment, but we're going back to our two services here in the next two weeks. And so hopefully things pick up again. But I can tell you this, God has been there. God has been in the midst. God is waiting for us, and he wants us to be obedient to him. He doesn't want us to use excuses. And so the question, another question, are you listening to God's call? What is God's call in your life? Is God calling you to make a difference somewhere? Is God calling you to get involved uh, more heavily in your church? Is God calling you to make a difference? 
in your church. My uh, daughter, I, of course, pastor Cloverdale Church of God, and um, my daughter and my son-in-law moved down here, and they've always been a part of our church, and she's a drummer and a, and a keyboard player, and, and she uh, went to a really nice church. I think it was Gateway Christian in, in Pocatello, and she got very involved, her and her, her husband very, very involved, and loved the church. But she has a friend here that uh, that is uh, involved uh, in a in a church and a couple. And she said, "Dad, you know, I've always been to your church, but I want to go. I want to try this. I want to go to this new church." So they've been watching this new church online. Not it's not new to you here, and I don't know why I go brain dead when I, th- I think of the name. Always messes me up. It's it's a church that is uh, it's just going gangbusters in town, and it meets at Rocky Mountain High School. And it's, it's Pastor Keith is who the pastor is. But I've been watching the services with my daughter because that's where they're going to attend. They are they haven't attended yet, but they're attending through every week. They have they're a part of their services, and I enjoyed watching the service. At, in fact, it was outdoors at Rocky Mountain in their in their fo- uh, football field, and uh, it was uh, oh Rock Harbor. It's called Rock Harbor. It just hit me <laughs> out of the wild blue. And uh, what was really exciting about the day was they were going to have a baptism. And they were had like 65 people that are going to be baptized. That's tremendous. That is incredible. I thought, man, these guys are doing the work of God. They're making a difference. So I'm glad my daughter's going to be involved. I'll miss her at our church. But you know what? Like I tell you all the time, it doesn't matter what church you go to, as long as they're serving God and making a difference. And I tell you what, Rock Harbor's making a difference. So I cheer them on, and uh, you're going to have a couple great kids in your church when my kids start coming here uh, shortly. But uh, I'm... I'm excited about that, but I'm excited when I hear people are being baptized, people's lives are being changed, and he gave a great salvation ending to his message. That was awesome. And uh, we just need to root each other on. We need to be people about the business of God. Are you really listening to his voice? You know, you know um, what's the odds that Jonah would uh, go to Nineveh after all this? Jonah acted bitter even though God saved him. I mean, that's not so good. But that is, that's the way people are in sometimes in our times. We, we kind of have this bitterness. God saves them from despair and does wonderful things in their life, and they continue to live in bitterness. I, it's so hard to be a positive influence for Christ when bitterness is prevalent in our lives. I can think of situations as a pastor I've ran into bitterness all over with people. People are bitter at the church. People are bitter at a situation. People are bitter because they weren't asked to do something. I mean, Satan uses bitterness in such a ginormous way. It's crazy how he uses bitterness. People of God, if you are somebody that gets bitter over things, stop it. Stop it right now and ask God to forgive you. Ask God to give you what it takes to make it through that. You know, the there's many there's many times in churches that are they are split because of bitterness, and it destroys, destroys. I remember a, a senior pastor years ago wanting to set up an ordination service for me. Oh, I thought that was nice. But God, and I said, you know what? You don't have to worry about it. God's already ordained me for ministry. I know I'm ordained. I really didn't need, I wasn't interested in having the paper. At least that was my philosophy. But we had a nice ordination service. I was ordained, I think, in 82 after being in ministry for four or five years. But it, you know what? God had already ordained me. I knew that uh, I was doing what God wanted me to do. And uh, I think we need to all know that we need to be doing what God wants us to do. Bitterness destroys. Jonah, Jonah couldn't understand God's compassion. 
See, God was saving Nineveh, and Jonah didn't think they deserved it. How <laughs> you like that? They don't deserve it. They live so wicked, they don't deserve to be saved. Yes, we get a little angry at people sometimes. We get a little frustrated because people are not doing what is right, and people are making poor decisions, and we think they deserve to reap the harvest of what they're doing. Instead of looking at their hearts, saying, we've got to save them. We've got to pull them out of bitterness. God, I need you to do that. We need to have the compassion of God. We need to be thankful that Christ died for us, and he's set, set the tone by the sacrifice that he made because we have a compassionate God who cares for the lost. Jonah asked God to allow him to die. Remember that? But he, did, he just didn't want to see this compassion given to the Ninevites. And that's, this is after the whale. He, yeah, you know, Lord, just take me out. I want to get, get out of this world. Man, that's bitter. God tried to reason with Jonah. He said, Jonah, you should be concerned for the 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left. I'm glad my God is a God of second chance or none of us would be here. Is that right, folks? None of us. I hear amen out there somewhere. Man, I'm not hearing it. Come on. Let's hear you. God cares for you, and he desires for you to follow him. You can choose to run from God or run away from him, run to God or run away from him. It's your choice. Where are you going to run? He leaves in your ballpark. He has given us plenty of examples in the word of God to follow. And he just wants us to be faithful. He wants us to be honest. He wants us to be real. He wants us not to be bitter, but to move on in life and know that God has a plan that's greater than our own. Man, I'm glad it wasn't maybe God that chose me to go in the belly of a fish. Maybe, and I'm glad that God chose me to, to leave the sports world and the teaching world to be a pastor. I'm glad. At the time, I thought, man, Lord, really? Really? But you know what? God sees the big picture. But he's just willing, waiting for people to be willing to say yes. You know, there's an old song you've heard a million times growing up, not a million, but a few times growing up. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes. I will trust you and obey. Folks, that's what he wants. He wants you to trust him. And he wants you to obey. Are you being obedient? What is God laying on your heart today? What is God laying on your heart? Are you drawing near to him? Or are you drawing farther away from him? What's going on in your life? Only you can answer that. Kneel today before Almighty God. Call upon him. Ask his presence to be with you and to lead you. First John chapter 1, verse 9 says this, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If you confess your sins, Lord, I've sinned. I've sinned against you. It says he is faithful. He will forgive your sin. I don't care what it is. I don't care how big it is. And some people like to categorize their sins. You know what? Sin is sin. Sin is sin. When you have sinned against God, you need to ask forgiveness. He says, I am faithful and just to forgive your sins. Some may be living in the belly of a fish, and it's time to make that desperate cry to God. And folks, I got news for you. He will answer. He will deliver. He will give you another chance. Our Heavenly Father, I pray for anyone listening today that doesn't know you. They'd call upon you. They'd confess their sins to you. You'd forgive them of their sin, and Lord, they would start a new life this day. God bless your people. May they listen to you, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.